Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Earl Gertgens, founder, president, and CEO of Free Access, discusses Grid Adaptive Cabling Distribution, ACDTM, the bridge between technology and the built environment. Good afternoon. Thank you for coming to the Technology Playground, sponsored by Savile Studley. My name is Brian Ezel. Uh, I'm pleased to introduce Earl Gertgens uh, from Free Axis, the president, founder, and CEO, with more than 25 years of experience in the cable management uh, industry. Please have you present. Yeah, thank you. Got it? Okay. Happy Monday afternoon. Everybody, my name is Earl Gertgens. I own a company called Free Axis. I appreciate you coming. I'm going to talk faster than normal today. This is a 20-minute thing. I'm going to pass a part around, and I'm going to also take a stab without taking a, a, a poll and say if you, you've ever seen what it is that we do, people are typically associating us with raised floor. Okay, does that make sense? People are thinking of, of um, free access and grid as a, as a raised access floor. So that's the question. What do you think you came to see today? And typically people are saying either access floor or raised floor. And that's what that is, okay, and that's not what we do. We've been doing this for almost 25 years, and what I learned very, very early on is that term raised access floor is what will throw things off. A raised access floor was invented in, in the 1960s when the whole design intent or the problem that engineers were trying to solve was, was cooling, when mainframe computers generated a lot of heat. What our clients really are, are, are looking for is, is freedom, and uh, change is happening faster and faster. And even though we're talking about wireless, you know, it's a little bit like computers were supposed to get rid of paper. You know, wireless is, you know, we're supposed to be getting rid of wires, and that's obviously not going to be the case. Um, we created a system that is so different from traditional raised access floor that the, the um, architecture uh, group of CSI, Construction Specification Institute, created a whole new master format category for our system. I wrote a letter to them in uh, May of 2004, and they were kind enough to reply five and a half years later, December of 2009. So it's, it takes a while to bring about real change. Um, but notice what you're seeing here is that corner plate and those pieces that I showed you are actually covering the cable. And the star of the show is actually right here. This, this is a base unit, okay? And what you don't see here are those 36 legs. And as much as what I passed around was to show you just how heavy and stout the system is, it's very, very lightweight on the other hand. It, the whole system weighs only four pounds per square foot, whereas a post and panel floor would weigh uh, 14 pounds per square foot. So it's considerably different. Um, our floor, in addition to raising the floor a little bit, is also creating the segregation. So I, I don't expect I'm talking to any electrical folks here. But in the electrical world, you need to separate your, your power and your low-voltage wire so you're not getting interference, typically in cable tray or something like that. Um, so what we've learned over the past 20-plus years is that we're really a bridge between the built environment, basically the architect and the end user, and the IT. And those folks are typically running on parallel paths, not always talking too much. And my company is, is really there to deliver a system that's going to be uh, worthwhile for the next 10 or 20 years in the facility. So it's very, very different mindset that we have than, say, the, the general contractors of the world and the builders. They're going to perform a, a certain specification and move on to the next project. And this is really a technology play. We have a, uh, 
I trademarked a uh, adaptive cabling distribution because if you're in the facility management business, what we learned is the architect and the end user selected our system because they wanted to future-proof their building. They wanted flexibility and they wanted the, the ability to be nimble. Um, but when the facility manager you know, shows up and the, the groups that are represented here by, in Cornet, what we found is folks weren't necessarily that uh, understanding of why it was, was selected. And it's already covered with carpet or covered with floor covering and nobody was connecting with it. So we developed a, a system and it's in, a, in an app now uh, which is going to help people make moves, ads, and changes and keep drawings uh, up to date. We, d we create a uh, binder, and, and this is what we've been doing for years and years and years, and now, of course, we do it electronically as well. But we create a binder like this for all 11 of these companies. Now, those companies are not the folks that you would typically think of, we have to think of as customer, but all 11 of those companies have a lot of organizations on the project team have an awful lot to do with the success of the project. So we used to do it this way, and now we're doing it in, in an app, of course. But we're recognizing that if all 11 companies get this binder from us and information, then they're feeling connected and they're not necessarily uh, thrown off when their uh, installers get, get to the job site. So that's what's in, in the binder. It, it shows that the uh, installation plans and such. Um, this is where I'm supposed to click here. Which am I supposed to click to? Okay, so this is a, a representation of, of the app and it kind of just is going to rifle through it. As an example, uh, this is Netflix's uh, headquarters, which is 100% on top of our floor and grid power. And it gives Bob, the electrician, the ability to see the drawings and what's there, even when it's covered with carpet. And they have the ability to uh, open up floor boxes and by just passing their phone over it, uh, reading a, a QR code and understanding what part it is and things like that. It's going to help them to uh, maintain and we, we also update the drawings on a subscription basis. We're the only floor in the world that's UL listed. It's also listed in green spec. You're permitted to uh, run non-plenum rated cable in the floor. Everything's 100% made in the U.S. with U.S. source steel. Um, we've won awards at lots of different places. Um, this is a slide that, frankly, uh, is my favorite. Um, but m you might uh, say to yourself, you know, when I first started out and I was trying to, you know, tell you don't use the term raised access floor when thinking about this, I want you to think about, you know, a traditional post and panel floor you typically wouldn't see in a lot of these different applications. It's a much more versatile um, system. We do more commercial office space than anything else. Um, these are folks that use us as, in entire buildings and headquarters uh, projects. We have over 100 colleges and universities use us and, and lots and lots of uh, government folks. Um, you would install our system um, as an alternate to some things. There's no Coke and Pepsi with us. So typically in, in most uh, you know, systems, there's someone just like, just like. Um, GSA has established that there's no or equal to, to the grid system. If there's anything that we're really uh, changing, it's, it's how systems furniture might be delivering that last mile, and that's really through our grid power uh, system. There's no glue screws or fasteners to putting it together. Um, it's all gravity held, so if the client, uh, because it's not attached to the building, can depreciate it as equipment. Um, it can install at a rate that's, that's breakneck speed. It's over 10,000 feet can be installed in one day by eight installers. We have two different heights 
The one I showed you first is 1.6 inches tall, and they have one a little bit taller at 2.75. The 70 and the 40 represent 40 millimeter or 70 millimeter. The system is metric. We have, uh, when I first passed that piece around, um, I think they were both squares. If you can pass them back up, because I'm going to need them. I'm running so fast here. But these pieces each weigh a pound and a half. And um, so when you, when you first felt them, they were, they were very heavy duty. But in reality, they're very, very lightweight um, as compared to a traditional post and panel floor. We have a border component. So the most beautiful, you know, um, designs, buildings and curves and, and all things like that. Uh, you still don't need a bandsaw to uh, cut or install our system. We have ADA compliant ramps that come in both uh, 1 in 12 and 1 in 20. So this is a 1 in 12 uh, ramp. And uh, that, of course, it's a ramp. It's 1 in 12, but when you really think about the code and the way the code was written for someone in a, in a, in a wheelchair, um, that's not the kind of ramp they were talking about. So typically no handrails and that sort of thing required. We, we again make them in 1 in 20. Uh, we've made ramps as, as much as 1 in 50 for Verizon Wireless uh, at their uh, flagship store in Minneapolis. We teach folks how to make moves, ads, and changes, as I mentioned. Electrician Bob is the guy I talk about all the time. There's five total uh, lead categories that we can contribute to. I think the most significant difference is that you can run non-plenum rated cable in our floor. Um, grid power is something I should uh, show here. And there's, we have a 50 amp electrical bus system. Uh, this 50 amp electrical bus system uh, would eliminate uh, everything but the lighting package and the perimeter outlets in a office project. And there's five copper bars. So it can be installed as a dual circuit system or a three phase system and it, it allows the client, again, the freedom to make moves, ads, and changes in the future um, without having to, um, you know, call outside vendors if they choose. Um, this MC cable going to the feed module, which starts the track, is, is something that, that already comes with, could come with 175 feet of cable to bring you all the way back to the panel. So everything the electrical contractor needs to fulfill the, the scope is delivered by us. They don't have to bring their screwdrivers. Um, Again, I mentioned it could be either three-phase or dual-circuit. Uh, if you're in places like California, in Seattle, in uh, Maine now, and also in Florida, they have electrical codes that require there to be sensors for controlled and uncontrolled circuits, and that is something you can accomplish with our floor. We make uh, floor boxes that are... I thought here, maybe they're outside here. Thank you very much. So you have the feed module... And uh, then the track is, is 12 inches apart, every plug. So there's a lot of redundancy in the way that's in the facility. These floor boxes allow you to put whatever you want in the box. It gives you power on one side and data on the other. The client can select what audiovisual needs they might have, and those are interchangeable. We also make this as an under-desk mount. So instead of this item being in the floor, it would come out of a, a grommet with a whip, and this would be mounted, say, in the corner underneath the, the desktop with just a grommet so you can plug everything underneath. This, everything, that comes off of our, um, everything that comes off of the system is uh, protected by a circuit breaker. We have um, those. So these are other versions of under-desk mounts. These are things that are, that are being developed right now. 
Um, the vice plates, I'm going to rifle through this because I think what I should be uh, getting to. We create installation plans for every single project. Remember I said you don't have to cut. So this is a border component system that adjusts to the shape and the, the design of the, of the project. We show the floor, the ramps. We also uh, provide to the contractor where the pallet should come out of the truck so that this dials everything in so it's mo very, very efficient. This is what's maintained in the app to show moves, adds, and changes in terms of where uh, you can change from this type of furniture layout to everything on a 45-degree angle and still get your coverage. Um, these are things that my team uh, does, and we make uh, site visits to facilities to make sure that, you know, Bob is, in fact, you know, um, uh, installing what, what is supposed to be installed. We have uh, job site inventory because, of course, people don't ne necessarily know what it is. So attic stock gets put away and nobody knows what, it, what it's all about. And that enables you to, uh, you know, maintain all of this. There's an awful lot of uh, things that our system will change about a, the delivery of a project. And uh, that's where the education comes in. Um, and the electrical and low voltage uh, will be considerably uh, different in terms of time and cost. And it'll, the schedule will be, will be uh, helping the builder. The system doesn't attach to the building, as I mentioned, so it can depreciate as equipment. I think these are the three, you know, most vital things that we do that if we have a pre-bid con conference with the electrical contractors estimating groups, uh, we of course can uh, educate that group as to what the differences are in our system and they're going to be more uh, responsible with their quotations. We'll have a, a trainer on site at the start of every single project and when that happens, we're making sure that the floor is not only being installed properly, but we're also making sure uh, that the electrical and the low-voltage installers are comfortable with uh, what it takes to work with it and, and are not um, uh, surprised by something new. Um, we come back 90 days after every single project is installed, and when that happens, um, we're, we're enabling uh, the new folks, not the folks that were involved in construction, but the ones that are going to be responsible for maintaining the facility to be um, educated again to make sure that they're able to maintain the facility as they want it. Um, SAP, um, this project was in Palo Alto, California a good, you know, 10, 12 years ago, but uh, SAP buys product uh, from us uh, directly, and they had their builder, uh, Hathaway Dunwoody, install it. They brought in two uh, union carpenters and two uh, union laborers, and they installed 6,000 feet in their first day. Um, B of A uses grid power. And this is the uh, feed module with the MC cable going back, heading to their benching system. This is Google's headquarters, Moffitt Place, and they are using um, desks that they let their Googlers move these desks around so that they, they opted for regular 110 plugs in floor boxes instead of the under desk mount. This is in, in Washington, D.C., AT&T's Innovation Center. Um, Netflix's headquarters in West L.A. Going faster than normal. Um, we're used in a lot of uh, spaces, like in New York City, ABC, CBS, NBC, all uses in broadcast recording studios, so it's a very, very sound and acoustically uh, uh, positive thing. If you want, our system doesn't attach to the building, so if you want glass mountable walls, we make a curb system that would be installed in advance, um, and that would be attached. We make grommets, lots of different accessories. 
these probably aren't that sexy to you all. Uh, so what I would like to do in my last couple of minutes is have you all come up and around because I'm going to install 10 square feet in about 15 seconds. So it'll be like I'm selling knives on TV in the middle of the night. This is uh, 10 square feet or one square meter. So these pieces just connect together like a kid's Lego set. So that's all there is to that. And the floor covering piece, I think there's a tile here. This would typically go right here so that Bob the electrician knows he can open here, pick this up, they open this. I didn't, there's so many other little things built into the system that actually has a little hook. So we're locking that in, and when that next piece is installed, this one can't come out. So there's thousands and thousands of little, I'll call them details, that we've learned over the years, and we've developed uh, you know, tons and tons of accessories. And I think that's what separates us from, you know, say, a plastic and particle board version of this that maybe still case or you know, Hayworth have uh, put out over the years. Any questions? Well, we, we don't ever wait around for orders to make this stuff, so we're always sitting with probably 80,000 square feet. I didn't mention this, being from New York, this is enemy territory, but our plant is only 40 miles away from here in Attleboro, Mass. So the plant is here. Um, if a project is a million square feet, then we'll need to talk about, you know, what your schedule is, but never any delay in terms of, getting 50,000 feet out the door. To install? You, um, the thing is, you, uh, I can get it to you faster than your people can install it. Yeah, there's, there's not anything like that. We started, to give you an idea, we started almost 2 million square feet, both Netflix's headquarters and Google's headquarters, even though we were working on it for two years, Start on the very same uh, Monday in October in 2016. So both of those projects start on the same day, and you know it's just a matter of it's 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 really the contractor getting the space ready, not us producing or. It'll typically run about 12 to 13 dollars a square foot installed. Yeah, I'm not the installer, but that's a re responsible number. If it's a th 20 or 30 thousand, you know, tenant fit out. You know, if it's a conference room. That's going to change everything in terms of what the contract is going to ultimately charge. What's the, what's the it's over a thousand pounds. So you know, I did. You know, again, I'm running so fast, I'm not covering normal stuff. But we're used at SFO at Terminal Two, uh, all the TSA screening. So six million square, six million people have been walking across it for the last nine years at the Virgin Atlantic Terminal. Um, if you're going to run a scissor lift on it, we have a reinforced system. Um, you know, if you have high bay you know, like this. This would not be an appropriate space for my floor because the kind of lifts that are going up there are the big articulating monsters. If you have a 35-foot ceiling, though, you, you have all the companies make lifts that can go on top of this floor. Well, we, I showed you the curb real fast. 
Um, so typically, if it's a gypsum wall, wall, I'd encourage you to put that wall in first, finish it, because all that dirt and dust. We want the contractor to be with one coat of paint on the, on the walls before this goes in. And, and typically, again, that's part of the education process to give them confidence that this is going to go in without any, any hassle quickly. Oh, sure. Carpet LVT, we did the Museum of the Bible, which is a couple hundred thousand feet, which is all hardwood. They also did LVT that has magnets on it. We did Dallas-Fort Worth um, duty-free stores, which has marble on top of it. So they, instead of it being free, free lay like we're typically installed, they took Tapcon screws, put them in two of those holes, put backer board on it, put marble on top of it. Also here in Boston at Logan Airport, the British Airways, if anybody's flying out on British Airways, that whole lounge, 15,000 feet, is marble also on top of the floor. Same installation. I don't know where everybody's from, but we have um, installations close by. The biggest encouragement, I would say, is take a walk, you know, on, on, a, on a job that's already been installed near you as a, as a site visit. And also uh, allow us to take a, uh, a drawing and, and have someone quote it up for you because it's very, very quick to do both of those. Create installation plans and no strings attached. It's not anything, you know, anyone has to promise us anything. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to What's Next. Have an idea or a point of view? Want to record a podcast of your own? Visit cornetglobal.org forward slash podcast.